Hello and welcome. It is the 28th of October. It's a Thursday night. I am Dan Turpin and I love Liz Truss. I am joking, of course. I'm Ashley Edwards. Dan is not here. They're gallivanting around all over the country or whatever. Uh, we've got an interesting show for you tonight and we're going to start with our first track. is it? it's 27th but i'm just living in the future <laughs> i can't help myself uh that was richie foe with uh, their rendition of thriller i very much enjoyed that it was almost like a, re- a thinking person's lift music yeah it's good I like, uh, i'm a big fan of that record i mean it's i've had it for about seven or eight years and i 
whenever I do a show around Halloween, mm. I always get, always get to spin. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of, this is uh, Mark Lancaster, who will be furiously twiddling with his knobs. Uh, uh, as I do every... Live and Pride. Loud and proud. Loud and proud. Yeah. <laughs> <Live> and pride <laughs> I can't do the date. You can't do the name of the show. Dan's gone for like one. <laughs> How long have we been doing this? The audience can hear Gemma laughing. I'm not even introduced her yet. It's all falling apart. <laughs> Dan, come back. You're forgiven. Where's Dan Turpin? Where's Dan Turnip? I don't know. Um, uh, talk about turnips. I'll use the Halloween. I know we're going off track. Uh, so I also want to introduce our lovely special guest this evening. Gemma Longhurst. Hello there. Uh, she's in the caring profession. She's an improviser, comedian, and she's just marvellous to be around in general, really. <laughs> um, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Halloween fan? Oh, uh, no, not really. No. I, I prefer, like, uh, Easter. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. love that, do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all the eggs. Uh, I must say, just so you're all aware, that Gemma is currently wearing uh, a dungaree dress that has got a Ouija board on it. <laughs> 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 can often be found wearing very, very gothic clothes with Care Bear tights. Uh, she, uh, we've had her on the show a, a year ago, actually, almost to the date. It was. Where you sounded like Darth Vader. Yes, I completely lost my voice. Yeah. Um, which was a mercy for some, but, you know. But it was a bit like ASMR, really. <laughs> uh, obviously, it is Halloween. It's my favourite time of year. It's almost like gay Christmas, but uh, I love I love Halloween. But obviously, thinking about monsters vampires and people that are destroying lives let's talk about politics for a bit what is a politic um so since our last show where we've got another prime minister two uh home secretaries yeah. uh i think the tories are doing all right they know what they're doing they're marvelous they're doing oh. a bra- grand job a <laughs> they're grand doing, job they're doing a grand job i think it's the best government we've ever uh, had oh. <laughs> Flawless, flawless. In my lifetime, it's I mean, no one's been as good as this. Because we've had so many, this means they're better. Yeah, yeah. We've had so many. Pro- we've had six prime ministers in the last mm. five years, or whatever. Yeah, or whatever it is. And that means there's more, so that means they're better. I like my government to be like a roses tin, where you just get loads of choices, loads of selections, a little treat. And obviously, it's outstanding. We have now uh, Rishi Sunak, who is our new prime minister, and it's outstanding that we have a. Our first Asian heritage prime minister. Uh, and a man under five foot seven. And a man under five foot seven. Uh, <laughs> represent. Um, however, obviously, let's not forget about the fact that he's also the wealthiest. His wife yes, did lots of yes. billions of pounds worth of dodging. With Someone actually said on Twitter that I had to correct them. He said, Richie Sunak's earned his money through hard work. Why do people have a go at his wealth? Richie Sunak is worth seven, seven, 750 million pounds because his wife inherited it. Yes. There's <laughs> no hard nothing work. to do with him. Also a head fund balancer, which is someone who's really good at Excel. Yeah. Uh, and, and preying on the unfortunate. But it's all right, because I was, you know, I was really worried for Suella Braverman when she had to get sacked on and resign because she released Such MI5 documents yeah. via her MSN messenger, yeah. apparently. Uh, and But what's her actual name? Sue Ellen. Her name's actually Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen Fernandez is her name. But she's, uh, her married name is Braverman, but her given name is Sue Ellen. Her parents named her after Sue Ellen Ewing out of Dallas. There you go. <laughs> so we've got the last uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson's name is actually Alexander. Uh, De Feffel. Yeah. Let's not forget. And De there's Feffel. another one as well. I can't remember it was. I think Grant Shapp's name isn't really Grant. And that like, sounds no, no. about right. Yeah, no. I think because obviously there was the LBC thing where somebody came on and said that Rishi shouldn't be the new leader because he's, he's not, not British. British. Yeah. And obviously he very much is. Mm. And, and he said, bring Boris back, who was famously born in America. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so obviously politics is an absolute mess. Look after yourselves and let's just all yeah. hope for the best. Uh, it's probably why uh, Dan might be in Scotland because he just wants to get close to Nicola Sturgeon. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> just give her a little cuddle and tell her everything. It's going to be Another all right. tall person in uh, charge. 
<laughs> is Richie Sunak? That's a question. Is Richie Sunak taller or smaller than Nicholas Sturgeon? Tom Cruise. Well, he's shorter than Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise is five foot seven. So he's actually technically he's only five foot six, Richie. So I love the fact that Mark's researched this. This is yeah. Yeah. Also, because of obviously how many uh, prime ministers we've had, it, could, it really is kind of a version of Amazon Prime Minister. Um, uh, also, if you want to hear some lovely uh, satire around politics, and maybe some of you may have tuned in to Friday Night Live on Channel 4 last week, Ooh, where a yes. friend of the show, a friend to all of us, outstanding she comedian. Fe- she had a big break on this very oh, show. She, well, this Just before COVID. Big break. Yeah, <laughs> she, was, she was a nobody until she was on uh, Nothing Out Proud. So, uh, Georgian Gray, uh, uh, Essex gal, lives in Southend, and she's uh, been on the Channel 4. It caused quite the stir mm, for the, uh, the turf and all that, because she... She got nutty, didn't she? She got nutty. She got nutty. Uh, she uh, got completely naked on Friday Night Live and uh, she smashed it. She did a great song and it was about all things trans really and being a really ironic look at everything but obviously people in the Twitters mm. thought everything she was saying was basically a party political broadcast for the trans community <laughs> and what it's actually done is just outed loads of turfs. <laughs> 1,400 Ofcom complaints. Wow. Really? Mm. That's pretty good. Impressive because yeah. then Julian Clary started yeah. on Friday Night Live, didn't he? And apparently, he got loads yeah. of complaints yeah. and death threats and things. Yes. And Ben Elton, I thought, because I was worried about how Ben Elton was going to do because it's been a while since I've seen him. He was him. very mm. good. Yeah, he was really good. He done mm. very well. Really good material. Yeah. I wasn't overly fond of Joe Brand's. Sad. Joe Brand. To be honest, it was recycled. I mean, I it used was to bland. Watch, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I used to, no, watch, no, I used to watch Joe Brand <laughs> in 1989 yeah. when she was down at the Joker Club and that some of that material. Was from I mean, those early sets she used to do. Hip hip hooray, hip hip replacement yeah. is a almost a Christmas cracker joke yeah, at this yeah. point. But <laughs> I do also I like Joe Brand I when she's, she's on panel shows. Mm. Like she's a, a natural mm. wit, um, but that just wasn't. Well, uh, it's, uh, it was just it was just her old one of her old sets. That's yeah. what she did. And Moran Wizwan did it, the first song. Mm. Oh, are you racist? Fan. Are you checking me yeah. out? I really yeah. loved it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also the person that beat Jordan Gray to the Dave Comedy Award was on before her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think a chap, and um, yeah. I didn't get it, no. but, you know, mm. other people may he have He was done. very shouty. Yeah, quite shouty. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> Jordan's really quiet. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> you wouldn't really know that Jordan was there. No, she's a very timid girl. Yeah, I love very it that somebody girl. said um, on, on the Twitters that um, she took Channel 4 and everyone by surprise by stripping off, and... Uh, no one knew she was going to do it, even though her suit was literally made out of Velcro. Right. <laughs> you could tell. You know, when I, when, as soon as she was on, I thought, she's going to take it off. She's you can see the strings at the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was absolutely outstanding. What's also lovely is the amount of pride and praise she's getting from people from the trans community. Oh, yeah. Uh, allowing more trans people to be in on the joke and all mm. of that. I think, she's done, I think she's done absolutely wonders, really. Um, anywho, so this is our Halloween episode on the 27th of October. Ashley, you sausage. And uh, <laughs> speaking of sausage, I just want to I told Mark and Gemma in the break that I've got a warning on Facebook because I called somebody a witty sausage and the algorithms have th- thought that I've been really mean. <laughs> I don't know what's rude about saying witty sausage no. and then yeah. correcting their how they pronounced Jordan and then that was um yeah, worthy of a apparently I checked how long that warning's on my Facebook for. One year. Oh wow. <laughs> You bad, bad boy. I'm such a naughty sausage. Um, but anyway, step. so what we're going to do is going to have some more songs in a minute, just so you're aware. Mark is DJ this evening because Spotify gives me nosebleeds. Um, 
but what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about some of the latest scary things that have been out this year, uh, <laughs> ranging from the new things you can find on Netflix and Amazon Prime to some of the good ghost hunting shows, some of the bad ghost yeah. hunting shows. Uh, and then also, we're going to, I've asked for a lot of people to submit some ghost stories. I'm going to be yeah. reading them out, like that podcast Uncanny, and we're going to be discussing them afterwards for their, what it could have been. Trying to debunk them, if you will. Uh, Can and you then, say debunk again? Uh, debunk. Debunk. <laughs> gonna debunk. Gonna debunk. proper debunk that ghost. <laughs> I'm not having the willies put up me by something that's debunked. Debunked. Uh, debunked. Oh, I should have seen it. Oh, chocolate milk. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then um, uh, we're going to have the lovely Mark uh, whap out his seven inches uh, <laughs> and give us a lovely little bit of 25 minutes of seven inches, is it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, lovely. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's putting the willies up you, innit? I know. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so uh, next up, we have got the outstanding Stevie Wonder. Yes, and as you should be with uh, ghost superstition and all that, it sort of all ties in. It's almost like we've got a theme. Yeah, we've got a theme. It is, almost it like is. we've got a Halloween theme for this I show. I kind of thought that. Well, th- well, this is it. This is it. I mean, we've made it, really. Dan who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> Love you, Dan. Love you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
always feel like someone's watching me. Uh, that was Superstition by Stevie Wonder. We had Candy by Bow Wow Wow. I want candy. I'm sure you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for correcting me. And Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Uh, lovely little selection of songs. That was delicious. Uh, uh, delicious. Uh, zesty. Zesty. Uh, now that we're back, uh, I would love to talk about multimedia. Oh. By that I mean film and TV. That's especially on theme. So doing a little bit of a chronology here, we had a lovely film came out from Marvel called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And it was surprisingly scary. Is that one? Is it just on Disney or is it at cinema? It's on Disney Plus. It were on. It were on oh. uh, in the cinema first. Oh, okay. I didn't I go to that cinema, and I haven't got Disney Plus. Uh, well, that's that then. Oh. But the thing about this is because it was multiverse. You a treat. It was a treat. It was dark. It was very dark. It yeah. was violent. Yeah. <laughs> really violent. Yeah. And it was just incredible. I don't think people. Were, I think it was the first time really that Marvel had stepped into horror. Well, this this kind of universe of horror. Mm. Um, but then they came into their own. And they released Werewolf by Night. Oh, I Gemma, love could you please it. talk us through Werewolf by Night and why it's I, such a treat? I can't. I can't. I, it <laughs> well, just then, brings me here? with so much joy. <laughs> it's just right from the start. Go on, it, tell people why it's good. It it's just it embodies all the old universal type horrors from the black and white mm. to the visuals the to cell- the... It still has the celluloid spots in it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. It, it. The little circles that you used to get come up in the old films <laughs> and stuff and just the look of terror, sheer terror on her face when he's turning yeah, into a they werewolf. They use a lot of the old tropes from the old black and white horror movies and mm. uh, what's that really famous one with the bald vampire? The bald Nosferatu. vampire, yeah. Nosferatu. <laughs> the bald vampire. Yeah, not the master from the Buffy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Nosferatu has that sort of feel to it. But it's it's about a new superhero being brought into the uh, universe called Werewolf by Night, and it's incredibly done. Is he a werewolf? Well, you'll have to watch it for now. Is it on Disney Plus? It is, so you won't be oh, watching it. Uh, I can't watch nothing because I haven't got Disney Plus. <laughs> I think I've got to say, obviously, Marvel are doing really well with genre works. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. WandaVision showed how they could go through decades in time. And then they now brought out Werewolf by Night, which is a triumph and one of the best standalones. I love it. It was only an hour. I know. Just an hour. I think it's... I'm, I'm glad they didn't make it into a series because yes. I think it would have just dragged and dragged mm. and dragged. So just keeping it to 60 seconds. Uh, 60, 60 seconds. Second. It was rapid. <laughs> it was a quick film. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> 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 but only minutes. at night time credits was captivating it was I it think, was beautiful you know but maybe they could have given it an extra 30 minutes i as think well. so i think so we, we wouldn't have been so livid about that would we um and then also because you initially got me into uh the it's haunting, a lie the haunting, of, <laughs> <laughs> the haunting of hill house yes yes uh, on netflix a v- outstanding ghost story with exceptional visuals and also blinking your mystic ghost in the background that I never even reference. And it's got such great rewatch value. It's got 30 minute one shot scenes uh, with actor change and everything all happening in one shot, no cutaways. Uh, and then obviously they came out with the Haunting of Blind Manor. Yeah. And then it was Midnight Mass. Yes. And now we have the Midnight Club. We do. And what's that about, Gemma? Well, it's I've only about watched a club episode. at midnight. Oh, um, lovely. Thank <laughs> you that, Gemma. And next week on Loud and Proud. Stating the bleeding of you. It's a hospice up. for mm. young people. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. So oh, it's honestly, a real it's cheery. And basically there's 
things going on. I mean, I, trouble is you give out so many spoilers. There's like mm. different levels of different stories going throughout it. Yeah, very so, much. It's these children that are kind trying to come to terms with death and try to keep each other entertained yes. with ghost stories. There's and then, some moving moments of mm. them coming to terms with dying and, you know, when they've reached their sort of goal their their date their death date and they've managed to live past that how that affects them Mm. um even the bit where the young girl is told that she was misdiagnosed and she isn't actually dying um that is very moving because obviously she's had to build up this all this tolerance and and then also having to tell the others that she's going the guilt type yeah Yeah. okay so so that, that looks really good because also, the, the, the I think I obviously love Buffy the Vampire Slayer because it uses supernatural and horror tropes and things to kind of tell coming-of-age stories and issues we had as teenagers, and that sounds like a similar feel, which I also got from when I watched the film Everything Everywhere All at Once, based mm. on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> I think one of the best films, not only one of the best films for me that's ever, ever been made, but definitely one of the best of this year. It has to win all the awards. Yeah. It is an incredible multiverse film uh, where with uh, an, a true multiverse where every choice you make will create a new universe and so they can jump through the movies actually packaged in a mom just trying to communicate with her daughter mm. and her mom trying to communicate with her own father and it's so at one point I was watching it and Jamie Lee Curtis is a child Michelle Young um, at one point I was watching it I was just stood crying and I didn't know why I showed it to my friend Jen aka Rooks and she which was just, I feel like I need to text my mum. Like, I just had that feeling of, I need to speak to my family now. Oh. It's so beautifully made. Exactly. Now, on the flip side of that, uh, Gemma and I, in our downtime, we like to sit and watch ghost hunting shows. Yeah. There's a few good ones. because uh, So, Gemma and I, I think I mentioned it pre- on a previous episode, we went to the uh, the most haunted hotel. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yes, we went to yeah. uh, My Haunted Hotel, which is a series on YouTube we can watch. We're on the editor's floor, aren't we? Yeah, but we didn't make, make the cut. But then when we saw what actually they've caught on camera, you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe they yeah. do. Because they've now been in the Washington Post and the New York Times and all of that about yeah. it. And a shadow seen in a corridor, a pint yeah. glass being a thrown baby up crying. A, bar, a baby crying. It's very good. Yes. Uh, but also they spend as much time trying to debunk stuff. And it's the same as Are You Haunted, another series you can watch on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, where they try to spend time debunking stuff. Yep. Um, but, and that's why we love them, because they'll happily have an episode where nothing happens. And we don't mind that, because no. at least we know that they're not trying to fake stuff. Like most haunted, yeah. But <laughs> that wasn't true. No, I know. You mean Derek Akora was not a fake? I'm oh scandalised. I know. Oh, uh, Sam. Um, but uh, there is some <laughs> absolute yeah. chaff out there. And uh, Gemma and I, we watched one. I can't remember what it's called now. But the the main people in it, they had a witch, an empath, and a medium. Yeah. How did the witch get ready for? Uh, doing some ghost hunting, Gemma. Do you remember? She ate some dirt. Yep. And no, as you do. she liked to tap trees with a knife. Yep. And that was. And drive around on a bed. <laughs> she said that she was being possessed by 14 ghosts at once. And it looked more like an OnlyFans to me. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, because obviously it's American as well and they're all desperate for attention. And well, no, 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 they're not all, sorry. But the medium was at the window being possessed by somebody else. Yeah. He looked a bit like Phil Jupiter's. He just uh, used to just but stare aren't me- off. But aren't mediums not, not meant to be possessed, but they're both oh, a yeah. channel, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mate, honestly, this show. It's crap. And then there's an empath. This, sounds, this sounds crap, this bracket. And then the empath's just crying in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he had to get ready for doing the ghost hunting as well, and he just peeled an apple and put it in some water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
It was standard practice. It was horrendous. <laughs> Us empaths, <laughs> we peel any kind of fruit. Depends what ghosts you do. Put in the pathetic. Sometimes an apple, sometimes banana, maybe. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. even a tangerine. It just depends. Whatever's, whatever's the most appealing, <laughs> as it were. Oh, hey. Hey. But then Netflix has tried to jump in on the game and they've released 28 Day Haunting, <laughs> which is based on the theory of. The Warrens. The Warrens, and that's and the idea it's that. 28 Days of Haunting, and you kind of get to know and embody the spirit so that you can expel it and yeah, or something like, wind. like that. Yeah, so so. There's, there's another show on Amazon Prime that does a similar thing run by a guy called Prozac, who is a DJ who turns into a ghost hunter. And that's also really good. The idea is they believe that you can't have a good ghost hunt if you're just doing it for one night and then do an episode because you're going to get loads of stuff where just nothing mm. happens that you haven't given the building the opportunity to see what's happening in there. So unlike with, with pros, like he'll just do an hour long episode where all of the 28 days worth of stuff or the five days or whatever he's got, he just compacts into one episode mm. and there's no mediums, there's no psychics and it's just, this is what we got on camera. Mm. Uh, 28 days haunting though. Ooh, it was a treasure trove of anything really, <laughs> of <there's> circus some... <laughs> performing. Um, yeah. There uh, are some spicy people in it, aren't there? There, there is. A demonologist who gets possessed Yep. I would ask if he has got God on his side, why is he getting possessed? Yep. Um at one point she thought the the poor woman that was alone with him mm. thought he was going to kill her. So there's also this kind of it's also very American and I think the, the people that are in it are kind of like that excitable teenager yeah. and they're kind of like that, oh my god, so I just closed my eyes and I just saw loads of eyes looking at me and I'm like, Nope, I'm tapping out, I'm not doing it and then there's all those other cutaways as though it's like it's keeping up with the Kardashians. Just people angrily looking at each other eating yeah. salads. And it's just it's it's horrendous. And so I personally, if you are interested in good ghost hunting shows, don't watch it. If you want to look at terrible ghost hunting shows, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you learn that newspaper in an old cellar mm. with brick and it's damp comes out perfectly when it's hidden in a wall. Oh, it's bonkers, not that, isn't it? Smudge, not even a not smudge, not a bit of mould or anything. That's I was where I really keep all impressed. my newspapers. Yeah, I've got loads of stuff and echoes in my uh, brickwork. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then bringing it back to LGBTQ plus momentarily as well, there was a ghost hunting show that we do genuinely love. And I don't know how accurate it is. I don't know how reliable the data is that they collect and the evidence they collect is it is just a joy to watch it's a canadian uh ghost hunting show called knock knock ghost it's on what uh are you streaming it on at the minute fruit if you go on their twitter knock knock ghost it's all on there it's also on amazon prime to rent and it's uh, a gay canadian male cis male host a trans lady who's the support brie, <laughs> and then, uh, brie. brie. she's amazing, incredible and then you've got a psychic, and it's it's changed. That's season three now, and um, but because they're all com- because they're comedians, it's genuine and also quite camp. Yeah, <laughs> it's one it of them is. says, um, I think uh, he says, um, Brie, you're gonna go down into the cellar, and she goes, Oh my god, you're drunk today, are you? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm not doing she, that. I love her. I love <laughs> she's, her. She's truly wonderful. She gets very emotional in this one. Actually. Does she? Yeah, mm. she gets a hand held Aww. by a spirit, and it, it frightens her. Um, oh, how interesting! Yeah. Considering it's a comedy one, but that's that's yeah. I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to be watching season three. But yeah, if you're wanting to watch a good one, there, uh, definitely watch that one. And there's also the haunted haunts as well, yes. which uh, 
it's very good for the data and also the debunking and the evidence. It's also got some, they need a makeup artist. <laughs> and they, and we, they, love it. we love it. We love it. So the cinematography great. needs work. <laughs> cinematography needs work. Um, okay, so uh, multimedia, tick, complete it, mate. Ta-da. Done it all. Uh, so when we come back after our musical interlude, we will be reading out your ghost stories, which I'm excited for. Uh, but before then, let's have the song. Is There a Ghost by Band of Horses? I could sleep I could sleep I could sleep I could sleep When I lived alone Is there a ghost in my I could sleep, I could sleep, I could sleep. When I lived alone, is there a ghost in my house? When I lived alone, is there a ghost in my house? My If I walk down this hallway tonight, it's too quiet, so I pad through the dark and call you on the phone, push your old numbers and let your house ring till I wake your ghost, let him walk. 
Ghosts by Japan, and the first song I, again was "Is There a Ghost" by Ban. Oh, how about now? Hello, hello. You're right. Trying to. How about now? There we go. We've got the sound back. Sorry, uh, Mark had forgot to twiddle his knobs. No, there's sound. Something's happened to it. It's nothing to do with. Do you think maybe it's haunted? Maybe. We yeah, have been playing a lot of ghosts. Yeah, stuff. I had to press a button and make it go. And it ghost for some of the reason machine. It's just ghost of the machine. So, yes, we had Ghosts by Japan. Uh, but before that, we had Is There a Ghost by Band of Horses and Your Ghost by Kristen Hirsch. Uh, we also reckon that Dan's doing is not in because we've not played anything remotely with a dance beat. <laughs> Uh, for the last <laughs> while but normal service will resume soon we have got some dance numbers and we'll all get to enjoy mark seven inches soon so right we asked you for some uh, ghost stories and you kids did not let me down so i'm going to read them out as well as the given names that you've given me and we're going to discuss them whether or not we think there's an explanation for them or if that's well and truly put the willies up us okay both would be a good thing yeah i I enjoy that very much. The first one is from a friend of mine, but she wants to be known as Haunted Mum, 1988. What a lovely handle. Uh, and she says um, that she had a garden ghost. She said that her son would often sit in the garden chatting to uh, a mysterious, miscellaneous man who wasn't there. She assumed imaginary friend, because he was about the right age. Um, and there was a thunder and lightning storm one evening, and he was begging for her to open the door to let her friend in because her friend was out in the storm, because his friend was out in the storm, and uh, the ghost was scared of storms. So there's her opening the door <laughs> to, to nothing, <laughs> to his imaginary friend and all that. And when the storm was finished, uh, he said it was all right, you can let him back outside now, um, which is lovely. Um, so she didn't think anything of it, imaginary friend. However, she then chatted to the neighbours, 
the previous owner was an elderly gentleman who had a heart attack and died in the garden. Wow. What are your thoughts? Well, children are supposed to be quite open mm. to seeing spirits and mm. things. Uh, they seem to affect, f- affect them more. Yes. Um, obviously, plain devil's avocado. Yeah. Uh, you could argue that maybe he'd heard whisperings or seen something of, or like in a paper or something, that an old man had died there. I've seen a picture of him, and they just projected that How to imaginary friend. How old was the child? Uh, six months old. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> 26. Uh, no, I, uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to guess wrong. Sorry, um, haunted mum, but I think it's four or five, I think. So would they read the newspaper? Yeah, I was reading the Evening Standard at the age of three. No, no, I wasn't. Uh, but that's just me being a devil's avocado. So maybe yeah, see no, the picture I or mean, something like that. But it is a bit, the fact that it's the garden specifically, yeah. I think it's an interesting one. Um, the neighbours could have been having a bit of a giggle behind the fence. Mm. Doing whisperings and stuff, I suppose. Yeah, well, a very good story nonetheless, though. No, that's very, nice. very interesting. Uh, the next is from my uh, improvising chum, Danny George. He said his brother and him used to have a uh, an interactive CD-ROM. During those times ago, you had a CD-ROM on your computer where you could play games yeah. on it. There was all like two D. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just after it, just sketch. Um, and, uh, and this one was all about ghosts and paranormal activity. And so uh, one day, though, uh, but also throughout modern day history, uh, as of the 1990s, but one day a friend of theirs joined them to enjoy the CD-ROM, and they looked at the recordings of a girl possessed by a ghost being interviewed by a priest. We all know how that film turns out, yes. and in most countries. Um, and after they listened to all of them, uh, the three of us just looked at each other, and my brother asked us if we believed in ghosts after listening. And our friend and they all collectively said no, and immediately after, a poster fell off the wall. Where are you on that, Jenna um, Longhurst? Blue tack tends to get cold and shrinks, so I know, I've had that, that before. pops posters off the walls mm. quite easily also again devil's avocado an extra person in the room changes the room temperature maybe exactly. it was too warm for it to adhere effectively i had a similar yeah. thing happen on a radio show for ship for the bombs when we were at the railway and mm. um, it was all about it was about religion mm. but it, it also talked about there were spiritualists there as well mm. and um we <laughs> we were in the in the room um i was i wasn't i was a guest i was the resident atheist and they had these spiritualists, and uh, a poster was on the wall, and it actually fell off. Mm. And the uh, the spiritualist g- guy said, "Oh, I could feel the spirits in this room." Sounds but like they should do improv. Yeah, I could feel feel the spirits in this room. I knew that c- that was going to happen at some point. They were going to let themselves know, and I just kept them because it had fallen down about four times before we got in the room <laughs> because the blue tack <laughs> the blue tack was about four years, four or five years old, and it was just na- and it was like. I just went, okay, mm. uh, just let him believe that just if he let, wants. Let them have that I mean, energy. I could have debunked him, trying to say, that's, that's not worth nah, it. It's not but, yeah, you know, but it's just, yeah, just like, no. But it mate. sounds like a great improviser. I think a lot of these people that are kind of fraudulent mediums could, because uh, I'm not saying they all are, but uh, some of them that are would be great improvisers because they, they can make things up on the spot. Um, but yes, in that situation, I'd be interested to know what the poster was of, uh, in case that was linked to the story at all. Uh, I'm afraid I don't think we could do a TV show on falling posters, sadly. No. A nice no. story, and I'm very grateful that you submitted it. No. I'd be interested to know what that CD-ROM was called as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, another friend of mine called Maddie Zoe, uh, she uh, she says, I picture this. Okay. Zach Bagdon's Haunted Museum in Vegas. So we're now across the water now, guys. Wow. Uh, they only do tour groups, and my family didn't want to go, <laughs> so I went on my own. <laughs> 
And uh, she was with a group of other tourists. And each room had a theme. And there was a room which was uh, an old, like, Wild Wild West theme. Because Americans love themes. And uh, and there was, like, craps and poker tables and dolls' houses. And, the like, the Anton Lovey Westfield house. Uh, Anton Lovey, that's it. Uh, while she was there, she felt somebody pinch her bottom. She says, not a couple of fingers. <laughs> she, <laughs> I don't know why she had to specify this. She's going to like, the whole hand, or I, I assume like a cupping, maybe a cupping. Oh, Is yeah. it like a cupping? A gentle there cup or a hard cup? Uh, maybe it was a spank. More like a mug. Uh, so she instantly turns around though, immediately, because she felt it so instantly. And she says there was no one near her and it was evident that no one had moved. I also have to tell you that the first time I met Maddie and I commented on how short she was, she told me that she was shorter than Britain's tallest eight-year-old. So she's a very short human being. Mm. So the person who has grabbed her bottom had to be very low. Um, Maybe. No, I'm not going to say well, that. I don't, yeah, <laughs> no, keep that dumb. Uh, she was also standing at the front of the group, so everyone would have seen. If So if she's been effectively, she's just been assaulted. And so everybody would have seen somebody grabbing her bottom. She also said her handbag was on the fr- her front. <laughs> it was on her front, not her back bum. Uh, so her conclusion, she says, is that a randy old Western cowboy ghost who grabbed her bum. So it could be a randy old, probably not broke back bouncing ghost, yes, uh, grabbing her bum, or the idea of like functional, like sort of conversion, like I'm in this situation. Yeah, I mean, if someone had just sort of casually moved their coat, mm. knocked bum cramp. Yeah, bum cramp. <laughs> That's terrible. Though, when you get that. Terrible <laughs> bum cramp. people have accused of sexual the assault after a bum cramp. The last thing you want in a crowded <laughs> room. <laughs> it's bum cramp. <laughs> Ah. Yeah. Uh, a nice story. I think what I love about uh, Maddie's story is how beautifully she's described it. I felt yes, like I was there. Was Very nice. Eloquently done. done. Now, uh, I have two stories from our next submission. Ooh. And it's your friend and mine. Actually, I'm not sure you've met her, actually. It's our friend Pip's mum, Gillian. Gillian Terry. Oh, you have met Jill. Yeah. Briefly. Here's our Jill. Um, she said, Caroline, my stepdaughter, uh, apparently, uh, her dad had, so Jill's dad had died of pancreatic cancer. And had become quite jaundiced. Uh, and apparently one of the children uh, had a nightmare that she'd seen an old greenish man going to pick up Pip as a baby and cuddle her. Uh, and this was only a few days after he died and before his funeral. So she thinks he'd come back to say goodbye. What do you think of that? Interesting. I think the, it, there's obviously a few questions. If we had Jill in the room, I'd want to know, like, had that child seen... Her dad, like the colour that he'd gone because yeah, of the cancer. Yeah, that's it, he, yeah. Yeah, how much information, or was it just a nightmare, or had she um, heard descriptions? Why green? Yeah. It would have been yellow. Well, yeah, it's a different that. colour, isn't it? Yellow and green. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good input there. <laughs> I <laughs> guess, I guess obviously. But I mean, I, I'm only being, I'm, if you I, I, I deal in facts. You are dealing with facts, but also if you add blue to yellow. Yeah, but there, wa- but there, never, there wasn't any blue involved. It, the jaundice is yellow. Yeah, very, very right. Yeah. Also, we don't know the lighting of the situation. No, she, could have been, be. she could have been on that Shakespeare sister yeah. music video. It could have been very <laughs> cold and you <laughs> Indeed, but I think or a it's, still, it's, it's still it's a, it's a poignant idea. And it's not that, because the usual one you get is, oh, I smelt lavender. Oh, I felt weight at the yeah. end of me bed. I could smell a cigar. I saw a feather on top of me fox all astro and <laughs> I knew it. An angel had seen me. <laughs> uh, you hear a lot of them, don't you? <laughs> 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 you hear a lot of them. You're a lot of them. Mm. Uh, but so this one's very, very specific. <laughs> uh, so it could be a reaction to trauma, obviously, which mm. is a very sad story. 
Um, but nevertheless, not the, uh, nonetheless, a very good story. Uh, another one she had is that when she and her sister were eight and they lived in Croydon, the terraced house with no central heating, uh, that a small three bar electric eater. You all remember them three bars? Oh, uh, three bars. Nice. Three yeah. bars. The luxury. Uh, l- luxury. <laughs> 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 we used to uh, sit round match. <laughs> it wasn't even lit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but she said that her and her sister were sat in front of that little fire and suddenly they both saw a white Alsatian dog appear and then disappear in front of their very eyes. Now, could it have been smoke or fumes that have come out of the three bar? Could it have yeah. been carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> <laughs> causing hallucinations? <laughs> or was it halogen gas? <laughs> it's very Pacific though. It's like, it wasn't Alsatian. Yeah. The fact that it's a breed of the dog as well. It is very, very yeah. specific. There's also the idea as well, like obviously always playing devil's avocado because of you saw what you saw sort of thing. Um, oh, actually, that's a good song we could play actually one day. Um, but avocado? No, not avocado. Um, I know what I saw from the Uncanny podcast. Um, but the fact that they both see, but obviously when you're young, and you can kind of convince each other sometimes, can't you? Yeah. And you sometimes yeah. see in these ghost hunting shows, somebody says that they hear a certain sound, and the other one says, oh, I heard this, and it goes, oh, yeah, maybe it was that. And so you have that kind of, the memory is kind of changed by somebody's yeah. input into it. It's probably it. a shih tzu or something, you know, it's running around. <laughs> <laughs> a goodle. I'm trying to make a, a Google. I said a boodle. Oh, a boodle. <laughs> boodle. Uh, lovely. Uh, and then I've got one more. Uh, actually, no, two more. But these are both from my auntie, uh, my auntie Angela, Tazzy man. Um, so they used to live in a big, beautiful townhouse in Newark, where we're from. And it's really, really. I think it's like four floors. Right in the centre of town. My uh, Newark on Trent is a medieval town. It has a castle there. It had a civil war. All of this. But this Victorian, I think it's Victorian, maybe pre-Victorian, uh, had, uh, used to be a doctor's surgery. Mm-hmm. Has the old proper, like, chimney flues and all of that. And Angela, and I, I, I was very young, I think, when I used to go around there. But I think cause my uncle was a caretaker. I think they both cared for it. Um, but I still remember it just being a beautiful building. Um, so they had a, but they had a bunch of keys for it. And they were always going missing these keys and one time they had a medium in the building doing one of their medium shows uh but at the end of the evening she was chatting to us and she says do you ever have objects go missing and they said oh yeah our keys go missing all the time and she says there's a ghost of a little boy here i think he's about five uh and i think he's just playing around just to entertain you and having fun with you and they did some digging they found out that a uh i I think what angela said is that they checked into it and that they uh, a chimney sweep Maybe a, a, one of the boys just come around through the chimneys, pa- sadly passed away in the building. Oh, Obviously, make of that what you will. What do you think about that? Missing things. Obviously, they, they could also just be very bad at looking after objects. Yeah, I mean, if I lose keys, I don't automatically blame ghosts. I just think it's my brain. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, why it's a would lovely. You take keys? It's a lovely explanation for it, though. Yeah. I guess also if it's the keys, it's going to give. The, Is it the just the keys that went missing? Did other things go missing? Yeah, it'd be interesting to know. I also think um, keys are going to get the most attention as well because it's what they, they probably need the most. What, so chimney sweep? No, <laughs> the, what, the, <laughs> what Anster and John needed the most. Like what oh. they needed the most was the keys because they're the most important things for the property. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, it went in being like, oh, I need to get into that <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, unlock the chimney. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> another time, Angela says that she got home from a night out 
So we have to acknowledge the fact that she might have been absolutely <laughs> off and not drunk. Because <laughs> okay. that's what I'm like when I'm off. When I'm yeah. coming back in from a night out, I'm like kebab in one hand <laughs> and bad choices in the other. <laughs> so, <laughs> but she says, um, uh, came in through the front door and it was dark and it felt spooky, she said. And she went to the stairs and just as she got hold of the banister, she saw a cloaked lady that appeared to be around smoke. She says, if she, she says, I'm trying to know how to explain it very well, but she saw a cloaked lady and she says, I've never run up those stairs faster. Um, and uh, and all the lights were on. <laughs> she just turned everything on, ran upstairs. And uh, she's also seen a vision of a soldier on horseback in a red uniform. And as quick as she saw him, he was gone. What in the house? Uh, I reckon the horse would be outside the property. But then again, it depends if not if the ghost has got the keys and let it in. Yeah, that's exactly. That chim- scampy old but chimney sweep. Th- there is that thing, because I think, <laughs> I remember working back at Kellam Hall, which is also near us, and I think Angela would definitely know Kellam Hall. I saw the vision of somebody walking down the corridor. I put it down to being very tired and doing a long shift, but I still can see in my mind's eye what that person looked like. And he was walking away from me, and he walked into the music room, I turned the lights on, and he was gone. The same as somebody else there said that they saw the back of me going into the office, even though I was on the bar and not left the bar. Obviously, we put down to long shifts, silver service waiting and hallucinating and all that, because it's a very old building. But there were certain things we all experienced that we still can't explain, like hearing people whistling tunes, mm. even though there's no one else in the building sort of thing. Um, and so that might have been what's going through Angela. And also that idea of visual matrixing. Where yeah, I think also being in the dark, our natural instincts are to be fearful. Yes. Because we're heightened. Everything's heightened in yeah. us to... You know, so and we've all had it when we've turned the light off and suddenly what was what was a seemingly ordinary dressing gown has suddenly turned into Darth Vader staring at us from the yeah. corner of the room. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, but I... <laughs> sounds like you on the first time you were on here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it was all fantastic stories. And I've got, I've got to no. say, of all of them, I, I like Angela's, so I, I know the building. And as I say, it's a very old building and it would be not... Uh, it wouldn't be out of place in, say, Rochford, like mm. that kind of really yeah. old kind of sidey building. So, yeah, all lovely stories. So uh, I'd like to thank Fantastic. everybody for those. Um, do you want to tell one of yours? Have you told one of your ghost stories on here before? I'm not actually sure. Would you like to talk about the one about the house and then face in the window? Oh, I could do, yeah. You do that one, and then we're going to have a look at Mark 7 Inches. Is okay, that all right, Mark? so mm-hmm. uh, I was probably about... Nine or ten. Um, I'd gone round to a friend's so house. That's about after six school. or seven years ago. <laughs> yes. Lovely. <laughs> exactly. Well done. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, and <laughs> I'd gone round to a friend's house, and she she had a grocer's shop underneath, and her the house or the flats that mm. she they occupied as a family was upstairs, and she invited me round, and we'd gone up to a spare room, and mm. we were sitting on this unmade bed, and she went, "Watch this." So she knocked three times on the wardrobe door. She opened up the wardrobe. There was nothing in it except for an, a coat hanger. Mm. She closed the doors. We sat there chatting for about five minutes. And then suddenly from inside the wardrobe, there was three knocks back. You could see the doors moving. Mm. And she opened up the wardrobe doors. There's nothing in there. So that was quite unnerving at mm. nine or ten to see that yeah. happen so also obviously people in the audience will be like well there could be a few ways that she's tricked that maybe there's a bit of exactly, a thread, a exactly, thread on the internal know. coat hanger we don't know yeah so um then her little sister and another friend of ours joined us and we we all walked into the lounge and we were sitting on a sofa all four of us 
and we were watching the cartoon Inspector Gadget, which I cannot watch now because it freaks <laughs> me out. <laughs> but out of the corner of my eye, I could see the darkness from the, the a bay window. It was literally oh, bright sunshine outside, but it was getting dark. You in could the room. see it coming in, over in the room, yeah. And it was slowly edging towards us. And I started getting the a really bad headache, like... Proper. And was it just you experiencing the darkness or were the other people experiencing it as well? Well, no one else seemed to notice it. Was so it they didn't, mig- no one paid any heed to it. And I was just getting this headache. Was it like and a migraine? Because obviously you do get visual disturbances sometimes with migraines. No, it was just like a sharp pain in the temples. All oh, right. Um, And then all of a sudden, as this darkness, as I could see it out the corner of my eye, was creeping across the room, almost like a Mexican wave, <laughs> we all jumped up from the sofa, all like in this Mexican wave type thing. Yeah. And we all said the same thing. It was like someone was dragging their fingers across our backs. Oh, I don't like that. And the darkness had come right across the room at this point, mm. And my headache was getting worse. Her little sister just screamed, run downstairs to her mum. Uh, her our, our friend went, I, I'm, I've got to go, I can't stay here. And she left. And then uh, my friend's mum come up the stairs and she went, and I was clutching my head because of the pain in my head. And she went, take Gemma downstairs, get her in the garden. Yeah, she's having one of her do's. Yeah, she's, 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 she's done having one of her bite her back, you know. <laughs> she's having one of her ads. <laughs> yeah. We're not having her here. As soon as I got in the garden, the I was absolutely fine. Right. Absolutely fine. And soon after, my mum picked me up and I went home anyway. So... Mm. Going transporting about twenty years later, <laughs> I was walking home from South End, and I was happening to walk past this shop. Right. Every time I'd done that, sit in that twenty years, I'd always avoided walking on the same side of the road. I never looked at the property. I just kept my head down. I kept on walking. Um. But after twenty years, I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna do this. Yeah. I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna face my fears. I'm gonna look up. And I did. And at that moment, I saw the most hideous face with the most unnatural grin What were you doing there? (laughs) (laughs) We just might be in change. I wasn't alive 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) This is the 1930s. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so hideous. It it literally set every single hair on my body. You've got a lot of hair on your head as well. jump off. All at the same time. Wow. And uh, it was the last time I've ever looked at that house. <laughs> I d- definitely want you to show, show me that house. Obviously, people will say, well, maybe you got yourself into a fearful state that you expected so much mm. to see something yeah. that you saw something. Uh, obviously, young kids can be a thing, but it's a very good story, though. It's And also, true. most people would just think, well, I, we all think, which is that you're just an outright liar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but it's, it's a lovely story. I think fingernails... When we were doing our ghost hunting, when we did ghost hunting in Rochford and all of that, yeah. my fear was, I think, being touched... I don't like being touched by the living, let alone the dead. Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that, I don't think I'd mind seeing something. I think it's the actually being interfered with by yeah. Casper would be <laughs> not the one for me. Uh, that's what next time we do a ghost thing, I'm going to say, please touch Ashley. Yeah. And then they'll just see how lonely I am. They'll probably <laughs> do it. Uh, right. Well, uh, thank you for that very much. Uh, great story, Gemma. Uh, Mark's been uh, waiting around. Just, he's got seven inches in his hand and he's ready to mm. bash it on the table for us for us to all enjoy. Are you ready for this, Mark? I am, yes. Okay. So we're going to be having... How many songs do you think you're going to do? I don't know, about four or five, maybe five, maybe something well, like that. Oh, you treat Maybe yourself. six, maybe. You, you treat, cause we have been gassing a lot, so yeah, people do need yeah, the music. Yeah. 
All right, well, <laughs> enjoy. So, yeah, we're going to kick off. Uh, this is a, a, a big favourite of mine from back in about 1978-79. This is Warren Zevon and Werewolves of London. Well done, everyone. Gent who ran a mucking Kent. Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair. You better stay away from him. You'll rip your lungs out, Jim. I'd like to meet his tailor. Stops, nobody knows. Every time. 
Shout out.
night hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Uh, Michael Jackson and Thriller and before that we had what do we have before? We had Max Romeo and Chase the Devil uh, before that we had the Hot 8 Brass Band with Ghost Town before that we had Spooky by Dusty Springfield and we had Cliff Richard and Devil Woman one of the most poignant and thought-provoking records of all time obviously <laughs> <laughs> and then before that we had Steve Miller Band and Abracadabra and we started it all off with Warren Zevon and Werewolves in London Outstanding. There well done. Well done, Mark Lankers. What a lovely seven inches that you gave us, wasn't it? Very beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I'm, I'm very well formed my seven inches. Oh, they yeah. were obviously absolutely lovely. Um, I, yeah, as I said, I think I can hear myself. Can you hear myself? Am I on? Yeah, you're Ooh. working. No, you are working. Oh, yes. yeah, no, I just want to make sure everyone can hear me. Um, yeah, Cliff Richard. My dad always said about Cliff. Whenever I mentioned Cliff Richard, my dad always said, well, there's always dangers lurking in the shadows. I thought that was a really nice joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was really good. Thank you ever so much, Steve. Right, we're coming up to our last segment of chit-chat and all that. And then we'll be finishing up with some music. But what I did want to talk about, and also we want to do some plugs as well, but uh, we were just having to think about uh, what else there was to talk about because we are talking about a lot of ghosts. So we thought, why not stay on theme? Gemma Longhurst of Gemma Longhurst fame. <laughs> Say that our listeners, no, we're going to... Oh, well, this is it. No, no. Uh, you can, can hearse as long as you want. Uh, as <laughs> uh, if our listeners wanted to, you know, make their own ghost hunting team, what are some good tips and tricks we can give them? So just for context, Gemma and I have made our own <laughs> informal team called Gemma <laughs> and Ashley Spectral Hunters, um, G-A-S-H, uh, Gash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we do. That's that, that's that's the moniker. I don't know why people are laughing. Um, it's that's the moniker we go by, uh, you know, like gash in the attic, that kind of stuff. And um, uh, so that's what we do. And so we think about all these ghost hunting shows that we watch. What are some good things and some bad things that you see in these shows, Gemma, that will make you carry on watching or make you turn off? When people scream over things yep. or go, did you hear that? Did you hear that? That could be a drinking game. The amount of times you hear, did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? And also, that's it. And it, it's what really annoyed me about Most Haunted when I did used to watch it, was that A, they would scream and you wouldn't hear what was going on, and B, they would run away from it. Yeah. Hunt. It's called yeah. hunt. Don't run away. You're supposed to run towards it. When you and I heard stuff when we were ghost hunting in Rochford, we went towards it. Yeah. When we heard somebody walking upstairs, we went upstairs. We did. I know what was going on. <laughs> we wanted to make sure that there is no one else walking around. Absolutely. And also, sorry about my phone. And also, um, we want it to be... Oh, okay. I've just got a nice little message through. Um, uh, our friend, uh, Haunted Mum, 1988, uh, really enjoyed the idea of gash in the attic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think for me... 
the idea when they go to a ghost hunting location and they only bring one camera with them. Yeah. And they don't leave the camera in any other room. And obviously everything out always happens off camera. And if the battery wears down, wears down or runs out or whatever yeah. you call it, yeah. um, it, it what are you going to do? You, no. no. You can't see anything. Also, no mediums, please. No. No demonologists. Uh, I don't want table tipping. I don't want any of this stuff that isn't... Ev- I want evidence. Yeah, I, I don't want to see witches eating the earth. <laughs> um <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but no, but you, you're absolutely right. I think for me, um, some people are really into spiritualism and that might be their bag. That's great. Me mm. and you, we're, and we're, we're just desperate for evidence. And if we yeah. can prove it, there's a few things in the property that we first went to where we managed to prove why certain things were happening. We did. Some of the people there didn't like to go into a certain cupboard. And when we went in there, that's where all their electricity, internet, everything yeah. was in there. A quick EMF reading or electromagnetic field reading. Sky high. So the reason that people felt a bit weird in there was because they were getting their yeah. brains magnetised. Frazzled. <laughs> and also some of the, because we were talking about in one of these properties as well, it was a semi-detached and because it's old, old wood, arguably mm. if somebody was walking up the stairs in the next building, you'd probably hear it in this one. You could. The walls are quite thin as well. So, I yeah. mean, I know because I actually dropped a cupboard through one of them. But, okay. um, yeah. From the stairs. <laughs> it broke my toe in the fall, but... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But no, we did Don't say you had an accident. <laughs> Surely not. I know. Uh, Gemma's not clumsy at all. No, no, no. That could be an episode in itself. <laughs> the life and times we of need, Gemma We need the rest of the year, I think. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> just, just Gemma's journey in London on Tuesday is enough. Uh, if anybody's not got That did make me laugh. Everyone's not got Gemma on Facebook. Just stay there. I'll come to you. <laughs> yeah. My... <laughs> My giddy art, the idea that you got on the wrong train and, and it wasn't, it. and then it, it wasn't the wrong, it wasn't train. The wrong train. You still went backwards a stop. I, I was mean, actually telling my dad about that today, and he was killing himself laughing. Just no one like her in the world. Because I said about who's on the show, and I told him, and uh, and he said he was wetting himself. He thought it was really, yeah. really funny. But also, could you just talk a moment about you stacking it in a corner shop? Oh yeah. <laughs> Do we have to? No. <laughs> Just the idea of you landing headfirst in some picnics yeah. and walking out with Freddos in your air. <laughs> dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. The new autobiography by Gemma Longhurst. Standing on my own two feet. That's what it's going to be oh, called. Oh, that is what it's going to be called. Yeah, standing on my two feet. Uh, some of the time. Uh, but uh, so also, Gemma and I went to, to go do um, My Haunted Hotel with the lovely Matthew Burrows. And Matthew was supposed to be our sceptic. Yeah. To try and. And he was terrified. But at one point, you had to go and join him in his room. Yeah. He, was, he was under the bed. Oh, yeah. That old chestnut. He was, I, I he had, was under the bed. I had to actually call out to him because I was so worried he was going to drop kick me as I came <laughs> through the door. He was that scared. The so. producer walkie-talkie through to Gemma saying, could you please go and look after Matt? <laughs> under a bed. <laughs> and then, but then some odd, odd stuff happened. So we were sat in a room together. I whistled. And then we heard somebody whistle back. Yeah, we did. And we heard footsteps in the corridor when yeah, there was no one out people there. People walking around. I thought it was you. Yeah. You thought it was Matt. Yeah. You saw another face in a mirror. Yeah. I. Oh, that was hideous. Mm. Yeah. The, the you haven't got your makeup on though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I grew a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my mouth melting. Yeah. Yeah. But then finally we were in the brothel area. We heard the bang upstairs. Yeah. And then we heard the voice in between us. Yeah. That was... That, odd. that was really odd because it was like a yeah it was, it was weirdly enough in the brothel it was like a it was a very very odd <laughs> and it was very clear mm. and it was definitely between us two yes it wasn't on the floor wasn't coming from a sound system it was in between us both and the guy that was there Brett like, Jones 
Brett Jones, he was going, was that you? And I went, no. And I turned to Ashley and I went, it was you. And he was going, no, it was you. And yeah. I was like, no, it wasn't me. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness, we, we had been giggling beforehand because Matthew had tried to see if he could offer, ser- he tried to offer services to the potential sex workers that were haunting him. <laughs> I don't think he knew how the sex work trade works. I think he offered like a threepence for a salty shuffle or whatever it was that he well, called it. The way he was snoring later, I think he, someone Obsessed. took him up on that. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was. But there was, that was the night that I found out that Gemma sleep snore. Uh, no, sp- uh, I don't know how you, you... When you do your little gentle kitten snores, <laughs> you speak on your out-breath. <laughs> and it's the most horrifying, possessed thing. I have, and also, it's, it's horrible because well, she was also wearing adorable pumpkin ba- Batman pajamas, like with bats on it. <laughs> yeah, and you're there going, <laughs> Satan is inside you. And it was just <laughs> <laughs> And also, it was a hot day. We hadn't worked out you could open the window. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the best bit. And also, one, one final thing I didn't know we were supposed to bring our own bed in, and we're just sleeping on oh, bare yeah. mattresses that other people have but slept I've on. I've seen the other footage of people lying on the beds and they've got no covers or anything either <laughs> so it's like how many people's dead skin cells are on the, that's making a ghost in itself i reckon <laughs> that we, yeah that's probably why we were hearing and seeing things we'd all call neurosyphilis <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> that's that's exactly what, i mean it was outstanding and if anybody yeah. wants to look at it it's like my haunted hotel it's on youtube there's a website where you can book in i think for the three of us to go to spend the night there where they've got 12, I think, locked off cameras. And if if it, sometimes you're lucky and they actually put you in the show on YouTube, it's like you filmed your own ghost hunting show. Mm. Uh, it was 190 quid for the three of us. Yeah. So, so split between us. Obviously, it is in Chester. It's a bit of a mission. But we had a glorious time. We and did. obviously, Chester's beautiful. And there was oh, some Chester, people I used to that live walk near out Chester, in the they? night because they can't stay yeah, there. So they also did a live episode, which was yeah. also very, very good. There's a doll that falls off a shelf. Um, but also, I'm I think still have, I'm, I'm still skeptic about that doll. I'm still skeptical about that skeptical. Skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a new word. Uh, skeptical. New word. Um, but then also, I think the one that gave me the willies the most was hearing the baby crying, mm. the beer glass moving. Actually, not the beer glass moving on the night seance because that is very good. There's one where because it's also a working pub. So when we got there, the pub was open, like a standard yeah. pub. Obviously, this building was built in 1622. You see four blokes around the table having a chat. And there's a full pint in the middle of the table and it's on their standard CCTV cameras. You just see the pint tip and throw itself into this bloke's lap. There's no one near the glass. There's no one near the table. The table's not been knocked. The table doesn't move. But this beer glass just tips mm. into his lap. Obviously, there is definitely going to be a physics way of explaining it, but it is quite interesting. I find mm. it all quite interesting. Um, but yes, if you are going to do ghost hunting, get some useful bits of kit make sure you've got plenty of cameras and batteries yep. night vision is preferable an emf recorder yes Don't that's unbelievable sorry yes oh yeah an, EMF, an evp recorder where you can record just sound and sometimes you can pick up whispers and things because we caught a whisper we did it was scared stupid. the life out of you didn't i did it put, uh, oh, honestly i nearly ruined my carpets <laughs> at home and i was listening to it back well with the, the stupid mistake i made though was that we recorded a four hour long bit of thing and you can't <laughs> rewind or just skip search through it so i was having to listen to this thing back four hours along um but it's silent you can you can't hear anything upstairs at all until three hours and 23 minutes in and 13 seconds you hear why is he here it's very very clear it's also very scary <laughs> um but yeah no absolutely fascinating so would you recommend it so uh now 
there is a few things, now that we've talked about all of the supernatural on Halloween, there are a few things we need to plug. It's all going on in the South plug. End. Plug. All comedy-based stuff, or most of it. Um, but first of all, from a South End point of view, please remember on Saturday evening, there's the Halloween parade uh, on the South End seafront uh, with some fireworks, I believe, and uh, costumes and all of that. I know South End Pride are going to be there. Um, so that's going to be great fun. Things that I want to plug first are uh, this coming Saturday, we have Scared Scriptless at uh, Caddy's Comedy Club in okay. Southend. And it's an outstanding all-female lineup mm-hmm. uh, with not only Emily Jervis from okay. uh, yeah from Netflix. Yeah. We also have the wonderful Ali James, mm-hmm. showstopper. And then the outstanding Suki Webster. Oh, superb. From the Comedy Store Players, who works regularly with the likes of Eddie Izzard yeah. and is also married to the wonderful Paul Merton. Yeah. I, so I saw her first Suki in Edinburgh in 1995. Wow. With uh, Eddie Izzard, Neil Malarkey, mm. and Steve Frost doing Oh, that's amazing. Thing. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's going to be amazing. She's hosting it as well. So it's, it's going to be uh, wonderful. So that's a, that's a bonfire night, Saturday the 5th of November. And then on the Sunday night of the 6th of November, we have a new improv show with myself, Dave Green, Paul Schoenicke, and Jazz Bradley. And that is JAPD, which is our initials. But we are doing a police procedural Ooh, themed improv show. That's interesting. Yeah, I hope so. Nice. Hope it'll be quite nice. I've got my ticket. <coughs> you got your ticket? Oh, oh, When's that, did you say? Uh, that's a Sunday the 6th of November. Okay. Uh, at Caddy's Comedy Club. And then uh, on the 10th of November, on the Thursday, uh, at 21, owned by the lovely Elvira, uh, I'm hosting their first ever karaoke night. Beautiful. I don't know how that's going to go. Because I only really sing the same songs. I sing Fleetwood Mac, Go Your Own Way. And then Bo Burnham's <laughs> White Woman's Instagram. Uh, uh, oh, I did do um, Tequila. <laughs> and also, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> Rocky Horror oh Day. yes, Sweet Transvestite Thanks. is another famous one of mine if I've had a few sherbets. Uh, and then on the Sunday the 13th of November, you can see myself and Gemma Longhurst on stage with the Laughter Academy doing our showcase uh, with a few other players as well. And so that should be lovely fun, unscripted comedy joy. And then I'm on again without, sadly without Gemma, but that's enforced by law, uh, <laughs> on the uh, 25th of November, which is a Friday at Caddy's Comedy Club. Uh, and that's the day after it should be the next episode of Loud and Proud, which is the 24th of November. And Gemma's, when's your other date? Uh, my last showcase yep. um, is on Saturday the 19th of November. Oh, lovely. And I need to get my ticket for that, and I'll be there for that, because you are a joy to watch on stage. Thank you. What's lovely about Gemma is she's got so many people living inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Most, most of you are scared by it, but when she's yeah. on stage, it's fine. <laughs> this is it. I remember when I first met Gemma, I thought she was going to be a shy, retiring, mm. quiet little goth. And then not, is she? No. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> a poet I was. <laughs> I think it's because you got given the character of like a Baptist minister from the deep south of America. Yeah. And you just, I could see the cowboy hat. And I think they throw, threw in Exorcist. Exorcist as well. Um, and Nymphomaniac, I think, yeah. as well. And that, though, obviously, you're typecast, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <That's> yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to change anything about me for that. <laughs> but <laughs> And have you got anything going on, Mark, that you'd like to talk about? Maybe some of your tricks? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm doing a tweet yeah, tomorrow morning yeah. at 8 p 8 a.m. Yeah. 
I'm doing a Twitch DJ session uh, at www.twitch.tv forward slash Mark Lancaster 1965. Um, that's 8 a.m. 8 so I'm on the very, I'm starting off a 24 hour, uh, what I call a raid event. So there's 24 DJs over 24 hours. Oh, wow. Going through from 8 o'clock on Friday morning to 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. And then after that, there's a four hour, all kids doing it. Oh, which that's is amazing. Great. Yeah, they're all doing it. Sort of all, sort of, so all the kids are doing it. So yeah, that's tomorrow. Um, I haven't got anything else coming up on t- oh, every Wednesday on Twitch uh, between 10 and 1. Mm. Me and my mate Graham, who's up in Glasgow, and a guest DJ, we do a three hour all 45 set. Mm. And that's on www.twitch.tv forward slash 45 kings. Amazing. So that's so you do have stuff coming. So up. I got yeah, stuff, yeah, but I'm not doing it. it. I'm not doing anything miraculous <laughs> <laughs> after that. Um, oh yeah, there's a couple of shows coming up on Shipful of Bombs on Sunday at s- 5 p.m. We've got Sunday Jazz Lounge with Doug K. Mm-hmm. I'm producing that, and I sort of, sort of, sort of chip in and yeah. have a bit of a chat as well. So that's coming up. That's that'd be that's worth ch- tuning into. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> the last thing I want to plug before we go for our last bits of music. Uh, which will probably include Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Yeah, almost certainly. Uh, probably almost certainly. Uh, the last thing is just to remind you all that tomorrow night, which is the 28th of October, is Jordan Gray. She's the oh. first trans woman ever to headline at London Palladium. I love her. Uh, she's incredible. I can't stress enough how important this show is to go and see because it's not like a TED talk about what the trans experience is like. It's mm. done through joy. It's done through... Education, incredible music, incredible songs, thigh-slapping jokes. We saw her at Sh- Soho Theatre a couple of weeks amazing. ago. Honestly, really, she you've got to go off. and see her. Go, go and see her. She's been described as like a female Tim Minchin mixed yeah. in with like a female Russell Brand. Bit Ru- there's, lot of, there's a bit of Russell Brand in there, definitely. There is, uh, especially yeah, her vernacular yeah. and how she talks, but yeah. she's just incredibly intelligent and she will make you learn things. You, you'll go away changed, I think, mm. is, is a great way of putting it. And if you want to have like a taster of what you might expect, please watch Friday Night Live on Channel 4 on 4OD, where you can watch mm. uh, a little snippet. Yes. Of, uh, oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> very much indeed. Uh, you can, uh, and you can check out what you might be in store. But I, I can't recommend it enough. That's at the London Palladium uh, tomorrow night at uh, 7.30pm. It starts the doors. Mm. I think that's everything. So I just want to say... Um, Thank you, Mark, for your exceptional seven inches in interfering with your knobs. Uh, <laughs> and Gemma, thank you. You were very, very good. No, thank you for inviting me again. No, it's and all right. It's nice no, good to fun. be able to do it with a voice. Yeah, that's also quite nice. So I also like to think, with Dan's blessing, that uh, effectively Gemma is our Halloween and supernatural yes, correspondent. Absolutely. Yes, I absolutely. think she's our spot correspondent. So <laughs> if ever there's anything <laughs> happening <laughs> in the media, we turn to Gemma. She's a, a ghost, like go, a ghost um, consultant. A consultant. And she's just there like, I just fell over a crisp packet. I've rubbed myself over with Ugh. my car. Oh, I've done that. Oh, yeah, mate, yeah, of course that. you've run yourself yeah. over your car. <laughs> it hurt my foot. <laughs> Let's push my car off my foot. How do you work in care? I don't I can't do this. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so we're now gonna finish up with a couple of tunes, yeah. A couple of tunes. One of them is gonna be Ray Parker's yeah, the first up, first up we've got Heads Will Roll by the Yeah Yeah Yes. This is actually for Gemma. There for go. Gemma. Goodbye everybody. See you Thank soon. you. Bye. Bye.
Better call. 